Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for tuning into the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Sit back and enjoy inspirational interviews with Christian fiction and nonfiction authors from around the world who are on fire for God and committed to using writing as a ministry tool. Feel free to follow our show at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Christian Authors on Tour or like our Facebook page, the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. Well, hello there. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. This is one of your co-hosts, Lynn Pender, and it looks like today I might be the host solo, Lynn Pender, but I am so thankful and excited that you are tuned in and listening to the Christian Authors on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. We air the first the third and the fifth Friday of every month. I can't believe we are at the fifth Friday of April going into May. But you know what? I'm just so thankful because we're still here. Praise the Lord. We are here. We have breath. We have life. Wow. God is still working. God is still moving. And I'm excited today because I have a fabulous man of God, a Christian author and speaker, Kirk De Silva, who's on the line, and I just thought that I was talking to somebody from another, you know, just another state, but I'm talking to someone from another country. He's actually in India right now, and I'm so excited that we are tuned in and connected. Let me give you a little bit of information about this brother. Okay, first of all, I had a chance to check out his website. He is a Christian author. He is a speaker. And his website has tons of wonderful information. It tells us that he, he's also what's called a design professional. He has a deep desire to see individuals and groups find purpose in life through discovering their very own unique and personal relationship with their Heavenly Father. Kirk De Silva is the founder of Life Deeper Still Ministry, and he's also the author of Living from Eternity, Live Out Heaven's Reality as You Walk the Earth. Kirk believes that eternal life is about knowing God. He teaches that it's one thing to know about God, but a whole different experience to know him personally through a living relationship. Kirk believes that our Heavenly Father doesn't just want us to study him or get to know about him as a topic of discussion. He, our Heavenly Father, wants us to experience him and be one with his glory. Wow. (laughs) I know, I think you're just excited as I am today to be able to interview this this brother, Kirk DeSilva. If you want to call in in to ask, questions. The telephone number is 563-999-3025. That's 563-999-3025. Wow. Brother Kirk De Silva, how are you? I'm fine, Lynn. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on uh, the show. Yes, well, we're excited to have you as a guest, and I just 
want to jump right into this. I love, I love what you said about, you know, it's one thing to know about God, but it's a whole different experience to know him personally through a living relationship. Can you just start off there with us, please, and just, just give us some more insight about that point? Absolutely. Uh, I've been a Christian for uh, around about 25 years, and uh, I, I, did a, I spent a lot of my early years getting to know uh, theology and studying doctrine and, you know, basically getting into the Bible and Scripture and really studying it to its depth. I studied languages like Greek and Hebrew and the translations of the different texts, but I found that it was really bugging me inside because it's like, despite uh, knowing, you know, a lot about the Bible and stuff, my life really wasn't changing as it should. So in my mind, there were a lot of questions like, you know, it's like, how is it that, you know, it's like, I, I know so much about the Bible. I can quote scripture inside out. I can, you know, kind of like, it, it, scripture has become, it's, it's like second nature to me. You say anything, I'll be able to quote scripture about it. But my life, my, my real life wasn't really changing. You know, it's like I still faced problems. I still faced trouble. I went through hardships. And I started to ask God. I, I sought God out, and I was like, you know, what's going on? Your word is supposed to change me. And uh, I spent a lot of time just asking him about it because I know. Uh, I, at that point, I knew that God would answer because, like, he, he, I mean, at that point, I realized that, you know, that God answers, and he really wants to reveal himself. And one day I was kind of opening the Bible, and I, my eyes got or rather John 17 verse 3 caught my attention. And suddenly it just kind of gripped me because when I read that scripture, it says, this is eternal life that they may know you, the true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. And at first I was like, okay, I read the scripture before, you know, it's like, uh, this is eternal life that they may know you. But it didn't really hit me. When I read it the second time, God the Holy Spirit immediately said, it doesn't say over there, know about me. It says, know me. I was like, whoa, this is, this is something else. <laughs> and, and at that point, I, I started speaking out God. I was like, you know, it's good that I kind of listen to a lot of messages and teachings and preachings, you know, but I really want to know you and the person of who you are. And the best person to show me and reveal who you are is you. No one else can tell me anything about you any better than you can so that's where it all began for me where i started seeking god and i and i said god i'm an open book you know i'm a blank book you write yourself on me and i will know you firsthand and right from then god started giving me a revelation about who he is and he confirmed everything that he was saying through scripture so i had a framework but everything he had to say to me was firsthand through relationship and that's my journey that's how my journey began Right. Yes. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing that. And that's how your journey began. And then you were able to um, launch the ministry, the Deeper Still Ministry. Can you talk a little bit about that? That's amazing. The Deeper Still Ministry just happened. You know, in 2016, I kind of received. I had a dream. I had a dream. And in that dream, I saw, uh, you know, uh, I stepped out of a hotel. I set off, uh, set off kind of a restaurant. And I, across, I saw a hotel with a kind of a logo on it, the name of it. You know, it wasn't a name as such, but I saw the, I saw the logo. It was a little blue wave. 
and it didn't strike me, but I journaled it down, I wrote it down, and uh, this was in 2016, towards the end of 2017. Uh, God to put it on my heart that, you know, it's like he wants me to share my relationship with him to other people. At that point in time, I was not ready because I was like, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying you so much, I really don't want to lose this, you know? I don't want to go and kind of like become a preacher and a minister and share things that is so valuable to me. It's like, I, I would rather keep it to myself and enjoy it right now. And he would, <laughs> and Father God was like, listen, this is something that you, you need to take people's two-dimensional reality, three-dimensional, just as I made your two-dimensional reality a three-dimensional reality for you. People need to realize that, that there's a lot more than this world that they're looking at this physical life that they're living. So I was like, if you need to do it, you, may, you have to make it happen in my life. Now, I started, uh, he said, you know, it's like, put it out there. Share whatever you have on your heart and, you know, and tell people about it. So I decided, okay, fine. I, I, I started up a website. I had to make a, give a name to it. So I thought, okay, let's go deeper still. And that's how deeper still began. And I made up a logo. I'm from a design background, so and I I'm into business branding and graphic design. So I made a logo, and you know it it's kind of a circle with waves on it. I did realize that I had actually made a logo that I had a dream about a year earlier. And when I was going through my journal and the dreams that I had, I saw that for tuning the same thing that Christian I had dreamt. Author. So this is the same dream that I had a lot earlier, and it kind of confirmed everything that Father God wanted to do through me, and that's how the ministry began. So, yeah. Wow. Wow. And so from the ministry, your opportunity to do outreach and, and really, um, from what you explained, really um, opening yourself to hear God and not only to hear him but to be obedient to his word and to just, you know, do what he uh, mandated for you to do. Then came the book. So can you talk a little bit about the book? Because I, I love that title, too, Living from Eternity, Live Out Heaven's Reality As You Walk the Earth. Tell us a little bit about why you chose that title for your book. Sure. Well, Living from Eternity, exactly, uh, it's exactly what it means, like live out heaven to reality as you walk the earth. Because my life was all about, I, I needed a reality that was so real and tangible it wasn't just about, you know, studying the Bible. It wasn't just about, you know, uh, learning stuff that, from messages and teachings, like I mentioned earlier. It was about actually living the heavenly life here. It was about living exactly as Jesus lived. I want to live a life which is, I want you to live a life which was so over and above the things of the world that it's like I, it had to be something that was experiential more than just something I talked about, you know, more than, more than just something I was preaching. I had to be walking the talk and instead of just, you know, kind of like living the, living the life, you know, a mediocre life. So I, in, again, this, is, this goes back to 2017. And in 2017, I asked God to make heaven real to me. I, I wanted him to be real to me. Real to the, to, in, a, in a sense where I could actually see him, speak to him as a person, not just speaking to invisibility, you know, it's like we tend to speak to God as some sort of a, at least me, 
my my earlier life was all about speaking to god as just this conceptual being out there whom i'm talking to but i mean i don't really have something real like okay i can say this is what god told me this is what god looks like this is what he appeared to me as i didn't have that and i i really wanted that so i asked god looks like you need to open my spiritual eyes so that i can see you i don't want to just see you i want to interact with you as a person right here right now not just an invisible being because i know you don't want to hide yourself from me and the reason i know that is because right from the time of adam adam was in the garden and he heard god's footsteps he spoke to god face to face he met with god he it was a living interaction that he had with god and the whole point of jesus coming into this world was to bring us back or restore everything that adam lost so if jesus was successful in what he did then we should today we should be living in the same experience of glory that adam enjoyed in the garden and i really wanted that so i said you know father i need to really yeah i, I want to meet you i want to see you it's not enough that i just speak into you know into the air and hope you are listening and hope that you are just there and you know it's like uh, will the answer come what are you saying it's like i can't hear you i don't want to live that kind of a life it needs to be real for me so i spent a lot of time basically you know just seeking god for that and a journey began where it was not really something that i could experience immediately but in hindsight i know how it began and i i could tell okay fine this is what took place but the holy spirit started working on my spiritual senses and you know at, at this point i just want to say lin that you know there is no person on the face of the earth who is not spiritually sensitive to god because when god yeah. said let us make man in our image and in our likeness he made every single person on the earth just like him so it is not possible that a person cannot hear god cannot see him it is impossible so mm. i my life uh, uh, took a different turn when the holy spirit started opening up my spiritual senses and i became a lot more sensitive to the spiritual realm i started experiencing things i spent i spent a lot of time praying in tongues and as i spent time i i couldn't sleep i spent my entire night just you know pacing my living room speaking in tongues looking out for things that i can see you know that my sensitivity to spiritual realm started you know uh uh started increasing and i started experiencing things i could sense when jesus walked into my living room i could sense when father god said something but even then i was not satisfied i said father god sensing is good i mean i this is the first time i'm sensing you and it's awesome because i could never sense you before you know but now i want to go beyond that i want i want to take it one step further i want to see you in 2018 i had an experience or oh, let, let me let me back that up a little bit in 2000 in it was the end of 2017 i had an experience where i was taken up and i was taken to a world that existed before us and i never realized where i was but i journaled it down anyway and again in 2018 we come back to that point where it's like i was taken into a, a a realm in which i could sense things that were happening and i knew and i could see things spiritually but not with my physical eyes but i knew there were things happening around me you know and at that point i was like oh my god what is what's going on and the holy spirit said you need to look past your physical eyes and you need to look past 
your physical senses and see beyond that in order to see heaven. That that didn't make sense to me at that point, you know. It's like, but then I knew one thing: if the Holy Spirit said it, then I know He's going to do it. So I kind of like just waited on Him, and things started taking a turn where I started seeing things spiritually. Now, time went by. I had to. Uh, I got. I kind of like visited the throne room. I visited God's garden. A lot of stuff happened, and that brings me to the place of where I decided to write the book. Now, in 2019, towards the end of 2019, Father God said, "You're going to be writing a book soon, and I want you to write about all your experiences and how you got here. How did you get to start seeing? Because everybody should be able to see, and and everybody should be motivated to see what you saw, experience what you experienced." Because it's not right, it's not it's not good that people have a gift, people have an inherent nature in them to see the spiritual realm, but they don't believe that they can, and that's the only hindrance that's stopping them from actually seeing it and experiencing it. So I wanted to write a book, and I thought, okay, fine. I mean, I'll write a book, but I don't know when. It, it wasn't in me. But the moment the pandemic uh, started, or a little before the pandemic started in March of 2020. That's when I thought maybe I can kind of like just write a book. I did, I had forgotten about this thing that Father God told me about writing a book, and I started writing Living from Eternity. And the whole the, the entire pandemic, uh, the, the the initial in terms of March, April, May, I spent writing that book, and it, uh, you know that's how the book actually came about. I wrote down everything that I had experienced and what led me to write that book. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is an amazing testimony. Can you talk a little bit about your publishing process? What was it like for you to go from getting what God had downloaded into your spirit to actually put it into print? What was that process like for you? Right. So, uh, well, putting it down was kind of easy, and I'll tell you why. because firstly i didn't know what i was going to write about but i knew i was going to write something along the lines of everything that i've experienced but i didn't know how to really put it out there into words uh, you know it's like how to explain it how to make it kind of like friendly enough for people to understand and uh, kind of uh, you know identify with so i said you know it's like father i don't know how to do this but you know it's like i'm going to come i'm going to sit with you in in your garden and everything that i'm going to write is going to flow from you So I sat with Father God in His garden, and uh, now when when I say I sat with Father God in His garden, I'm not talking about it's it's not a physical place, but it's it's a place in the spirit. And every time that I spent writing or you know working on the book, I would just kind of like zone out and be with Father God, spend time with Him, and pen down everything that came to me. When you know in, in that time, so it took me about three to four months before I actually got the book uh, finally, you know. Uh, written down, penned down, and published. Yeah. So, did you use a traditional publisher? Did you self-publish? What was your journey like in terms I, of, um, yeah, publishing? So I self-published the book my, myself, and uh, so okay. my wife and I we did it together. Yeah, we did it through awesome. our. our a branding branding company called Empire in Arts. We're into business branding and we use that 
uh, we used our graphic design skills and everything just to publish this book. Amazing. And if folks who are listening, if they want to snag a copy of your book, how can they support you? Where can they go to purchase copies of your book? Oh, it's available on Amazon, and it's also available on our store, on, uh, on our website. And give your website information, please. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, my website is, living, is livingfromternity.com. Uh, that's uh, you, you'll be able to see the book, the details about the book on livingfrometernity.com, and you can also buy it from lifedeeperstills.com. So these are the two websites that we have, and you can get it from there. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'm still tickled pink that you're calling from India. I'm like, yes, we're going international. <laughs> Wow. I, I just love that. That's what I love about technology, you know? <laughs> yeah, so exciting. Yes, this I love, I love I'm that. I'm actually calling into a radio show. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm really so thankful. Nice. Um, I'm really thankful to have the opportunity to talk with you and, and to just hear the, the passion and, and, and the just to hear your passion for how God is using you to use writing as a tool for Christian ministry is just so exciting. So my question for you, Kirk, what's next? What's next? So that's, thank you. Thanks for the question, Lynn. Uh, so right now at the moment I have, uh, I've started small groups called eternity groups. And uh, what I do is basically get people into uh, you know, uh, motivated to spend time with Father God and to start seeing into heaven. Because uh, Jesus himself, when he spoke to Nicodemus, he said, unless you see the kingdom of God, right, you, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. So the whole point, as far as Jesus was concerned, it was not about just, you know, uh, having a kind of like a wishful thinking kind of a concept of heaven or a wishful thinking concept or reality of what the kingdom is about. He was actually talking about seeing a kingdom reality in which we live in and manifest in our physical lives. God didn't design our lives to be, you know, uh, just kind of like hoping that he kind of swoops in and saves us from trouble. He wants us to be living in an environment where the kingdom provides and supplies and keeps us in perfect health, in abundance, in victory, in success. Because in the kingdom, that's where we find all these things. So the eternity groups that I have, I basically have group, uh, uh, small groups of about three to four people. And uh, we basically, I, what I basically do is motivate them to start seeing and looking into heaven and visualizing and experiencing the kingdom. And when they start doing that, they start, their lives start changing because now they have entered a new reality in which they are seeing the kingdom manifest in their lives. Like Jesus, when he, was, uh, when he was taken before Pilate, he spoke about how if I could call my father, he, uh, he would send 12 legions of angels. They would, they would deliver me from whatever you are doing. So it's, I mean, you can't, you're not doing anything to me. I'm letting you do it. So he was very conscious of the kingdom. He was very conscious of his heavenly reality. As far as he was concerned, heaven was working on his behalf. Heaven was living all around him, providing for him, supplying everything he needed. So he was not looking to the world for anything. He was living out of heaven's reality. 
And that is exactly what we are called to do. We are called to live exactly like him, right? In 1 John chapter uh, 4, verse 17, it says, We are exactly as he is. After he rose from the dead, ascended on high, and was glorified at the right hand of the Father. We have we lived the same life that he's living. So the groups that I have are small groups that motivate people to live and see things exactly as Jesus saw them, so that their lives could be enriched by the Holy Spirit, they could be enriched by what the kingdom supplies, and they could be enriched, and, and, and everything that the kingdom supplies overflows from them. It overflows from them into the people that are in their sphere of influence. So everybody gets, everybody gets to receive of the glory that emanates from their life just by living in a kingdom reality. So yeah. So I hope to start a lot more of, of EG because it's on my heart, something Father God has put, and it's, it's a work in progress. Yes, indeed, indeed. And I love that. I love that concept. I love I love the opportunity, like you said, to really make it real, you know, not just to talk about it, not just to, you know, um, hypothetically think about how it might be, but to actually visualize it and see it, you know, to be able to say that this is the expectation. And and that's where the power comes from, right? That that's where that's where Amen. God's power in us comes from, right? Amen. Amen. It comes from what he says and yes. the reality he has given us to live in. Yes. 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 Oh my goodness. This this has been such a such a um Oh, this has been such a great conversation, and I want to make sure that our listening audience can get in contact with you. So I'm going to ask you to give your contact information one more time, Kurt, if folks want to learn more about the groups that you talked about, if they want to purchase your book, if they want to invite you out as a speaker, you know, um, share how folks can do that. Absolutely. So you can basically get all our resources. We, we give a lot of free resources. We don't charge for anything except for, I mean, our book is on Amazon. It's the only place that's actually charged. But uh, uh, our website is livingfrometernity.com or lifedeeperstill.com. And you can also write us at life at deeper-still.com. That's life at deeper-still.com. So that's how you can contact me. And I share a lot uh, in local churches here in Mumbai. So it's like, I mean, just anything to kind of like encourage and build up and grow the brethren, you know, just to get people motivated yeah. into experiencing a reality that is something that Father God has designed us to live in. So, yeah. Yes, I love that. And as always, all good things must come to an end. We are running out of time. Okay. We have a few minutes left in the broadcast. But, Kurt, I want you to close us out with um, just just leave our listeners something just to hold them on. Um, you know, if someone is listening and maybe they're struggling with something or, or maybe they just, you know, just aren't sure about what it means to, to know God, can you just leave some words of encouragement Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I just want to share one thing, and it's on my heart, that God is not, God is not just a God, okay? Jesus did not mm. come to introduce us to some God. He didn't come to introduce us to a judge. He came to introduce us to a father. 
That is something yeah. that this world really needs because the world is lacking a father figure. It's lacking the true father from whom all fathers get their identity. So he didn't come to bring us to some God who was being nice to us. You know, he, he came to give us a father <laughs> to whom we could be, with whom we can be intimate, with whom we can share our life, who is all out for us. He, will, he said he will never leave us, not forsake us. We are made of the very fabric of who he is. When God said, light be, when God created the earth, it manifested from him. It didn't come out from something else. It came from him. He's the material everything is made of. So when he made us, he made us out of him, himself. We are, we are his sons, his children. And he wants that we become aware of who he is so that the more aware we become of who he is, the more our life will start getting blessed just knowing that he is for us, that he is all out to bless us, that he's all out to enrich our lives with just his being, his glory, his life, his abundance. He did all that through Jesus, and he really wants to make it a reality for us. Amen. Thank you so much, Kurt. Wow, this was an amazing interview. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so blessed. Thank you, Lynn, for having me on, your, on, on the show. Yes, and our listening audience, I know you are just as blessed as I am today. Thank you, though, for tuning in to the CAOT Blog Talk Radio Show. We air the first, the third, and the fifth Friday of every month. Um, feel free to visit us online, Christian Office on Tour, at www.christianofficeontour.com. Also, we are so excited about the CAOT TV show, which now airs on Fridays. Um, new episodes air on Fridays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time via YouTube. However, you can always at any time log in to YouTube to watch past episodes. But we thank you for tuning in to the Christian Office on Tour Blog Talk Radio Show. And until next time, God bless. <laughs>